So peep it. They started heading back to Greenwood, but then they on their way back, they see like another 200, you know what I'm saying, or 100 plus uh men armed headed to the courthouse. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So they they the game, you know what I'm saying, and pulled up. Yeah. And they unite and so they like, what's with y'all? Y'all coming y'all going the wrong way, baby. It's up. Baby. You know what I'm saying? What y'all doing? Man, they told us, you know what I'm saying, we need to go back. You know, uh, they gonna try to de-escalate with whatever, but they turned up. They ain't trying to hear nothing. Trying to hear nothing. It's they, a go, Jack. Yeah, it's a, it's a nut. So they, all right, you know, so they jumped down. So now they 200 plus deep going back to the courthouse. Now, this the part that nobody told us. They just say, oh, them boys are getting money and they bombed them boys and they ain't do nothing about it. And you know, that's what happened. Black Wall Street over. Right. That's all I knew. Yeah, see, yeah. they ain't tell us that 200 brothers mm-hmm. showed up at the courthouse mm-hmm. like nah ain't y'all, going ain't down like just, that. y'all ain't finna just do them like that right against 2,000 right white guys what up what up this is the Literacy Kings podcast my name is Corey Paul rapper creative and entrepreneur and I'm Jamarcus Traham aka Jay with the NBA investor and teacher hey man we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men but once we did, it changed our lives. So now, we're breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now, reading is fundamental. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast, man. Thank y'all for joining us again for another episode. If you're a first-time listener, what up? If you family, appreciate you coming back. We are still uh, in our book, Black Wall Street. This is episode three. Last week, we talked about the roots that um, that, that went into Tulsa and the Greenwood District and Black Wall Street um, leading up to the ride. And today we will be covering the actual riot. It was thousands of homes lost, thousands of businesses lost, countless um deaths um, of African-Americans um, and the ultimate impact was greater than any book or any words can really um, put into put into play. And so today we're going to walk through uh, the riot, the actual riot that took place um, in 1921, um, end of May, the beginning of June. It was less than 24 hours, but the devastation is still uh, felt to today. Um, for a lot of people, in our opinion. So before we get right into it, uh, Jay, how you feeling, baby? We put this hoodie on. I'm talking about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hoodie about Jay. About to go in. Yeah, um, yeah. When we talk today, I want y'all to think about the psychological toll that had to be upon the people of Greenwood as they watched literally what they worked for their whole life go up in flames. Yeah, yeah. Right? If they live to see it go up in flames. Yeah. If they ain't get killed, you know, if the angry mob spared their life. Right, 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 You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Just think about the psychological pain. Uh, even those that fled, mm-hmm. even those that got a chance to run, mm-hmm. got to run away from what you built your whole life. Yep, yep sacrificed um traveled um uh, uh, blood sweat tears uh 
years years upon years um in less than 24 hours was uh burnt to the ground and so the first thing is is commonly referred to as the ride even the, the book is from ride to renaissance right um and so uh we i love everything about the book i ain't got nothing to say about the book but one of the things to bring up is you have a riot which is a riot is a wild or violent disorder confusion or disturbance or uproar that's how it started but it graduated from a riot to really a massacre right you know what i'm saying with it which is a indiscriminate and brutal slaughter of people yeah see when when, when you start laying the murder game down mm-hmm. indiscriminately mm-hmm. when you start just shooting at anybody that's african-american mm-hmm yeah, you know, you go from riot to now you just laying the murder game down on whoever exactly. you feel like. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's a massacre. That's a massacre. So it's really the the Black Wall Street um, massacre, um, it, you know, because it graduated from a riot. And so, okay, so let's 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 get into it. This is one of the, if not the most important episodes we probably have ever done. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna take our time with this. Um, and that this definitely means the most to me. The yeah. way we've done so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, the nineteen twenty one May thirty first was the riot, but it had already been bubbling in Tulsa. Yeah, yeah. That was already a, a build up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Tulsa and outside of Tulsa, in nineteen nineteen. It was 61 recorded lynchings of African-Americans and more than 25 major race riots that they named Red Summer. Um, That's the ones that's re- re- recorded. Recorded. Yeah. Recorded, which we I'm know a sure. gang of them were not. Pretty sure that was more than that. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you back up a little bit to 1917, mm-hmm. um, there's a group. That rivaled the KKK in, in viciousness, mm-hmm. a white supremacy group called the Knights of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to run rapid in Tulsa mm-hmm. as well. So imagine having a clan and another white supremacist group called the Knights of Liberty just running rampant. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about nobody stopping them. The police ain't stopping them because. Mm-hmm. The police are part of them. I was about to say, uh, <laughs> yeah. a lot of the police officers were part yeah. of the Knights Take of Liberty. Take off one uniform and put the other one on. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So, the Knights of Liberty is a vigilante group. Mm-hmm. Like, they used to just do what they feel like. Mm-hmm. Like, take the law in their own hands or what they prescribe as justice. They used to serve out to people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where... There was one incident where people, they was literally on the way to court. The Knights of Liberty jacked the motorcade yeah, so, and so kidnapped the people. The IWW. <laughs> so it was a yeah. group back then called the IWW. Now, these are all white men. The IWW was all white men. Um, it was the they, the international workers of the world. Yeah. And they were a group um, that believed in racial equality. Right. So that's why they was beefing with them. You know what I'm saying? So that, being very fair to people of color. Yeah, yeah. And the Knights of Liberty ain't like that. And so they, like, like Jay saying, on the the motorcade, on some on some mafia movie type stuff. Um, you ever seen the movie SWAT? Yeah, you know, Cool J and all that. Yeah, yeah man. You know how they jack 
you know what I'm saying? And of course, they weren't trying to free no drug lord like right. on SWAT. On this one, nah, they just trying to grab up who they feel deserve their justice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For, for for the laws that they made up that the people violated. Yeah. Say that they ambushed and seized the, the IWW, tied them to trees, whipped them mercilessly, mercy, uh, mercifully, um, excuse me, mercilessly, tore them and feathered them. That's a lot, dog. That's a lot. Say the police either didn't do nothing well the police or, chief was among them boom so he came boom. what you gonna do in the police chief was among the ones that did it now they had armed guards that they snatched the iww i mean i um you right you right the iww I-W-W. people from mm-hmm. 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 they was they it ain't like they was just being escorted by somebody out the street no they had police armed guards yeah 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 that they that they got them from yeah so this mm-hmm. is this was this was now this white on white you know what i'm saying I'm so sorry, i'm telling you and this is in 1917 the type of violence and hate right it was also a um a 18 year old uh white boy um named roy belton and yeah. uh uh roy belton uh was hung he was he was lynched about nine months before the riot for um he what robbed and killed a taxi driver yeah he killed a taxi driver yeah yeah he robbed and killed the taxi driver so they uh gave out their vigilante justice and they hung um roy belton then they say tulsa is known for serving swift justice yeah yeah. you know what i'm saying that's that's what their thing was back in the day yeah swift justice it ain't gonna be no investigation Mm -hmm. ain't gonna be no trial no due process we're gonna get a due process and this is important to remember what you're saying as we as we go go on that's very important so it was so it was getting so bad you know with the lynching because yes black people got got lynched um but they was lynching white people as well so it was a congressman um congressman congressman uh dyer uh from missouri and he introduced a bill that would have made lynching uh, a federal, federal crime. crime. Yeah. yeah. And then it was some bread to you that had to pay. The, the ten, ten grand. Yeah. Ten grand. You'd have to At pay. At the time, that was Steve. Yeah. In 21, 1921. Yeah. 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 yeah that's bread, bread. So, yeah, you would have had to pay ten grand and it would have been a felony um, if if uh, you were uh, caught lynching somebody. But it didn't pass. And the officer would have been in trouble if right. they didn't make a reasonable attempt to stop the mob from lynching. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Because they they shot that out there. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they like, died. Nah, they died. Dude. Um, and so around this time, the KKK was active in 27 states with a hundred thousand plus uh members. KKK also had female and adolescent mm-hmm. subsidiaries. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they got well, we got branches of this. We got right. Uh, a female branch of this, and we got a, a adolescent branch of this. Right, 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 so, right. You know, just hate up on top of hate on top of hate. You know right, what I'm saying? right, right. Like subdivisions of hate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for real, for real, for real. Um, so not only do they have lynchings running rapid, um. They also have um, the federal crime bill that didn't pass and things like that. But other issues like overcrowding 
All right, that led to the atmosphere being crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you last time that Tulsa came up quick. So, mm-hmm. like in a twenty-year span, Tulsa's population went from thirteen thousand to seventy-two thousand. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? That, that population swelled up. Um, the newspapers were saying that this is Tulsa is a city that's uh, bursting at its seams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now throw. Throw a lot of alcohol in there. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about what's happening. money, you know, boys, is uh, moonshining, bootlegging, yeah. Yeah. Um, gambling, gambling, prostitution yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just real lit around mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like everything's just open air. Just mm-hmm. everything's just, you know, open air market. Right. We're just going for what we know out here in Tulsa. Right. Um, compare that overcrowdedness, couple that with, uh, Police dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, if they wasn't in the Klan, they were still dysfunctional. If right. they wasn't in the Knights of Liberty, they were still dysfunctional. The riot happened in 21, but the police chief and the police commissioner got expelled. They basically got kicked out in mm-hmm. 1915. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a police strike two mm-hmm. years before the riot mm-hmm. in 1919. Mm-hmm. Then they had a whole bunch of officers resign in 1920. Mm-hmm. Build up. Build, Build up. up. It's just coming. It's Build just coming. Up, you just see it coming, bro. Build up. Um, they said the police was um, described as inefficient, laxed, and it created an environment of lawlessness. Yeah. Right? Um, and, of course, they documented that the police chief was involved with the nice living. Right, 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 right. So you got the, you got the overcrowding. You got the police. Just, it ain't really no department. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, city government also the mayor got kicked out in mm-hmm. 1915 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it's just yeah. a complete breakdown of the government on top of everything else that was That's going already on going on at that in time. a super crowded place right 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 and I I think it's important to, to to state those things because you know just like today when things happen it's not like it just came out of nowhere you know what right, I'm saying? We right. live in it so we can see the unrest. We can see the injustices that people feel. We can see, you know, um, the 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 wealth gap that's continuing to grow. You know what no. I mean? So we can see stuff bubbling and it's not new. You know what yeah, I mean? It's a lot of ingredients in that gumbo pot. King. Exactly. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Exactly. People just look at certain things, but it's, and a, take lot of, that. it's a lot of seasoning that go in that, man. Straight like that. Yeah. And so now this brings us up to the day. All right, so this brings us up to the day. Okay, this was the the this is what was used to ignite the 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 riot on uh, on black on Black Wall Street. No pun intended when he said ignite. For real, for real, <laughs> for real, for real. Yeah. So May thirty first. Okay, May thirty first. You can it, go back to the thirty. Really? The thirty. Okay. Yeah. So so yeah 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 yeah. That's that's right. It's right. So on the thirtieth, um, it was a it was a young uh, young uh, black guy. His name was Dick Rowling. Dick Rowling, he was a, he's a shoe shine shoe shiner. So he goes into this building. Uh, he goes into this building, and back then you had the elevator operators. Right, the Dewey Building. Or yeah, something like that. the Drexler. Dre- I believe Dre- the Drexel Building. Drexel, yeah, Drexel yeah, Building in Tulsa. Yeah. in Tulsa. Goes into the Drexel Building. And 
um, this building is right across from where he worked because they made a note to say he's a shoe shiner right across, across the street. street yeah. So this is not nothing new for him. So he goes into the building and back then this is where you have elevator operators. So when you walk into the elevator, it's somebody on there that they work there, they operate the elevator. So it was a girl, 17-year-old girl named Sarah Page um, uh, on the elevator, right? So pause. Pause. Okay. What you got? Why does Dick Rowland, mm -hmm. why is he a 19-year-old shoe shiner, mm -hmm. but Sarah Page is only 17 years old, and she already an elevator operator? Oh, man, come on. You know, you probably couldn't even, you know what I'm saying? You probably could only pass through that building. Yeah. You know what, you what, I'm, what I'm saying? saying? Like, yeah. like. That right there in itself yeah. is a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably can only pass through that building. Yeah, that, that trying to get out the mud. You know what I'm saying? She already because uh, an uh, elevator operator was considered a, a decent job, and mm -hmm. she's only 17. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know so that ain't happening. But I digress. Yeah. Keep going. That ain't happening. Keep going. So, so okay. So now, so he gets into the elevator. All right, and what happens? This is what with with um people here and with with sarah does right sarah the elevator like they say the elevator lurched jerked it yeah. jerked mm -hmm. and when the elevator jerked right uh it caused dick to like uh oh, he, he fell he like fell you know fell against her when that happened so she screamed and she screamed and ran off the elevator Right, like ran out of the elevator, and when that happened, he ran away. Ran away. Of course, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Once that happened, right, elevator jerk. He falling to her. She screamed, come off the elevator. Ah, you know what I'm saying. And then he run off. Okay, so this is what this is what um the uh, a clerk right say say a clerk in the Drexel building said a clerk from nearby um was alarmed by Sarah's scream. And ran to her aid, right? And then that's what say, fearful for his safety, rolling fit uh rolling uh fled, right? Now, initially, initially, Sarah Page accused uh Roland of assault. Initially, that's what she said, right? But directly after she uh recanted, recanted from that accusation. Yep. Directly after she rec recanted. Right, she said, "No, nah, it wasn't an assault. Honestly, I was just—I overreacted. Like the elevator jerked. I was scared. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, he only fell up against me because of the elevator jerking. I was scared, but nothing happened. He didn't do anything to me. Yeah, he just stepped on her foot. He stepped on her foot. Right. That's what. That's what she. Uh, that's what she told him. Right. Well, they didn't care." Like they they didn't care that she recanted. They didn't care that she said she had, you know that that's not what happened. That he's innocent or nothing like that. None of that mattered. Well, so Dick Rowland, they eventually caught up to him. Mm -hmm. They eventually arrested him. Mm -hmm. Right. It's interesting enough. Page backed up his version of the story mm -hmm. that he told the police. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, um, she also told the officers that she slapped Roland. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he grabbed her arm, but he only grabbed her arm to prevent her from slapping him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was when she screamed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he ran. Right. But like you said, hmm, they really didn't care. They don't care. Misrepresentations of the story went around. They spread. Mm-hmm. Like 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 the like Charlemagne say, nobody cares about the truth if the lie is more entertaining. Exactly. You exactly. Know what I'm and and so and so you may be thinking, well, why did he run? You know what I'm saying? He ran because this is Tulsa in 1921. What you, you talking go. about? There you go. <laughs> there you go. He ran because this is 1921, right? Now you may or may not not know about if you listen, you may or may not know about the story of Emmett Till, which was in 1955 in Mississippi, right? So this is 30 plus years later, and Emmett Till was accused of whistling or flirting with a white lady, and he was beaten, mutilated, and and dumped into a killed and dumped into a river. This is 1955, you know what I'm saying? So we go back to 1921 Tulsa, you know what I mean? Where where they got it popping like that. As you will see as we continue through this episode too, you running because it ain't no justice system for you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no due process for you. We finna get on it right now. I mean, not only that, it says just months before, white hoodlums took a, a young African-American male jailed for allegedly assaulting that white woman from his cell. Right. In Holden, right. In Holdenville, Oklahoma, tied him to a telephone pole and executed him. He was shot to death. Hmm. All right. Justice Oklahoma style was swift if it was anything. There you go. So that's why that's why he ran. I ran too. Right? Right. So okay. So they eventually um they 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 catch up with with um Dick Rowland, they arrest him, right? So they arrest him, they got him in they got him in the jailhouse. Phone call come through in the jailhouse saying, Hey, um, Letting you know right now, we finna mob up and come get the boy. Oh, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? We telling y'all right now, we finna come get him. It's a go. It's yeah. green light. Right? So, um, a white mob starts to form around the courthouse. Well, let's back up. Because you got to ask yourself, how did the white mob know if they just picked up? Mm-hmm. See, the white, Tribune. the white mob called around 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. At 315, mm-hmm. the Tulsa Tribune mm-hmm. paints the narrative and the narrative hit the streets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in the Tulsa Tribune. Mm-hmm. So 45 minutes later, that's when the white mob said, oh, okay, uh, they, we finna take matters in our own hands. They 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 posted a uh, in the paper, the headline was Nab Negro for Attacking Girl in Elevator. And they they basically um, tell the false story of him um, sexually assaulting. Oh yeah, her. they added gas. Yeah, on it too, yeah, man. yeah. They say they say that uh, um, you know he was he was looking up and down, making sure the coast was clear, you know. And then he uh, sexually assaulted her on the elevator. And, yeah, and like, listen, like it made it seem like it's a premeditated rape. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So okay. So then. So that so yeah so the, the the paper puts that out, and the mob gets together, and uh, 
you know they want to come see it right now uh fact fun fact you cannot go and find this is no longer in the Tulsa Tribune's archives no it's it's a it's a blank space you know what I'm saying like literally like somebody cut it out you know what I'm saying it's just an open space you know what I'm saying oh you know how our oppressor feel people spotlight their transgressions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying sometimes they want to hurry up and just get past it right right like right it right right like it didn't happen you know what I'm saying and that's why you can't find it and it's so important <laughs> man to be to to go back and look at this because you see that it's not what they today is nothing new you know what I'm saying it's the same right playbook same soup just reheated yeah it's the same playbook and that's why the history of Black Wall Street and the Greenwood District tells it's not just to read it and get mad and get woo, whatever it's to understand what's happened before so we can see clearer you know the same things that are happening today with you know the the media um you know inciting or sparking or causing controversy or you know um getting stories wrong or whatever you know it's, it's nothing new um okay so they start forming the mob around the courthouse news reached back to greenwood about the mob being uh being formed right yeah for his 400 white men outside the courthouse right <laughs> right so so they reached back back to greenwood or whatever um and so then some black some black men from greenwood get together get their guns you know what i'm saying they write the bell arms they get their guns and go to the courthouse to try to protect Roland. so let, let's 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 put some times with it Mm-hmm. 315 Tulsa Tribune sent out the false narrative. Mm-hmm. Four o'clock, white mob call, say, you know, it's up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got the green light. By 9 p.m., 400 white men outside the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Roland actually get transferred to the county jail. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? 9:15, the news hit Greenwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By 9:30, 30 armed African Americans from Greenwood go to the courthouse. Mm-hmm. All right? So just give you the time frame. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. They go to the courthouse. When they get to the courthouse, um their mere presence starts turning up the mob. Right. How how dare y'all show up here with guns? You know what I'm saying? How dare you stand up for your own kind? Yeah, how dare you you show up here? You know what I'm saying? So um uh, so the police the police are trying to get them to go home tell, telling the black men to leave they you know to just leave go home uh borny cleaver <laughs> your boy borny you well, know in fact by 10 30 75 more armed african-americans went to the courthouse yeah yeah so they starting to get get deeper so your boy borny he telling them hey man y'all leave go home you know what i'm saying we got this trying to de-escalate <laughs> Boy, trying to de-escalate <laughs> the situation everybody keep a cool head stay out of the news Come on, man. y'all know i'm the only <laughs> african-american on the police force man come on man yeah. don't do it don't do it baby yeah. and I ain't, I ain't trying none of that you know what i'm saying nah, it's, it's up barney it's gold line yeah, time it's up. we ain't trying here mm-hmm. none of that we ain't cooler heads not prevailing you know what I'm saying? It's gonna take a phone call from Jay Prince to de-escalate this situation. You know what I'm saying? They're not trying to hear, it, right? So eventually, eventually, um, you know, the the police get them to to, to start uh to start dispersing. You know what I'm saying? They get them to go ahead, start dispersing. You know what I mean? So peep it. They start heading back to Greenwood, but then they on their way back, they see like another two hundred 
you know what I'm saying, or 100 plus uh, men armed headed to the courthouse. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So they, they, the gang, you know what I'm saying, and pulled up. Yeah. And they unite. And so they like, what's with y'all? Y'all coming, y'all going the wrong way, baby. It's up, baby. You know what I'm saying? What y'all doing? Man, they told us, you know what I'm saying, we need to go back. You know, uh, they going to try to de-escalate with whatever. But they turned up. They ain't trying to hear nothing. They ain't trying to hear nothing. It's that, a go, Jack. Yeah, it's a, it's a nut. So they, all right, you know, so they jumped down. So now they 200 plus deep going back to the courthouse. Now, this the part that nobody told us. Mm-hmm. See, nobody told us that 200 African-American brothers stood up for this mm-hmm. innocent dude mm-hmm. and went against 2,000 mm-hmm. white men. Mm-hmm. 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 Nobody told us that. They just say, oh, them boys are getting money and they bombed them boys and they ain't do nothing about it. And, you know, that's what happened. Black Wall Street over. Right. That's all I knew. Yeah, see, yeah. they ain't tell us that 200 brothers mm-hmm. showed up at the courthouse mm-hmm. like, nah, ain't y'all, going ain't down like just, that. y'all ain't finna just do them like that. Right. Against 2,000 right. white guys. Right, right. So they, they so they pulled back up, you know what I'm saying? And like Jay was saying, it's not, it wasn't anything new. They already knew what was finna happen. They knew they was finna try, go in there and get rolling, you know what I'm saying? And pull him out, beat him and lynch him. So they pulled up because they like, nah, Y'all bring him out here, we gonna get him or we always going down. You know what I'm saying? That was the whole purpose, right? Well, eventually, um, eventually the sheriffs and the police officers and everybody, they're talking to the to, to the black men. They're like, hey, look, man, I'm telling you, I know what y'all t- but I'm telling you, we gonna we got this, we got the National Guard coming in, you know what I'm saying? We're gonna take care of them. That's why we got them here. We got them here to protect them. You know, we ain't care about them. We just let them loose. You know, you know, they they telling them stuff, whatever they telling them at that time, they telling them what you know what they can to try to de-escalate it, right? So it started working. They like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Let's 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 go ahead and and you know what I'm saying, see if they gonna handle their business or whatever. So the they try to disarm the black guys. Yeah, so the black men are leaving and the police officers are also trying to disarm them because they're trying to cause see what they really trying to do is appease the white mob. They're trying right. to keep <laughs> them in check. Because it's important to remember, see, hate and and and, and uh uh mob mentality, you know what I'm saying, it is what it is. So yeah, this group of white men do not like black people, but it's not like history. It, you know, only they only uh uh did stuff to black people. Nah, they didn't care. They'll burn your business up. They don't care what color you is if you stand in the middle of what they trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So the police officers are trying to keep them happy because they'll start tearing up stuff around them. You know what I'm saying? Right. They, you know, they ain't tripping. So cool, they start leaving. Now here's the problem. This is what happened. A uniformed white law officer invaded the ranks of the the assembled African-Americans who were by then in process of leaving. As he meandered through the crowd, disarming men and making a pile of their weaponry, he approached a uh, he he approached a uh, thorough looking African-American veteran. Somebody like my grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) A black veteran held a 45 caliber pistol. According to some accounts, the following verbal exchange occurred. I'm quoting white man. Nigger, what are you doing with that pistol? Black man. I'm going to use it if I need to. White man. No, give it to me. Black man. Like hell I will. In quotes. 
A struggle ensued. The weapon discharged skyward. And from there, it was the shot that started. It was up from there. That was the shot Chaos that is ensued. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Right. Chaos ensued. Interesting enough, another thing that we didn't know is that there was going to be more help for the people from Greenwood coming from Muskogee, mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They got word that it was going to be some old brothers that was going to come help these Greenwood brothers mm-hmm. from Muskogee, Oklahoma. They was coming by train. Mm-hmm. 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 And what happened? The police commissioner stopped, blocked the train. Right, right, right. And right. The, what he said was, I, I feared that they was going to get ambushed by the white mm-hmm. mob. Right, right. But right. we don't know that because the police chief down with the Knights of Liberty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's that see that's you see what I'm saying? That's the problem, man. That's when it's so, you know, when 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 you dirty, <laughs> you feel me? When you dirty, I don't know when you're trying to be clean or not. Because right. you know what I'm saying? You know, and the, you can't you can't separate the two, right? So the rot the ride starts, okay? That's so it turn up. Everybody start turning up, okay? Now peep this. When they start turning up and riding, they what happens is they this this scuffle ensues. We don't know the details, but I imagine boys was tussling. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Black versus white. You know what I mean? Uh, they was tussling, and somewhere along the line is that built that because they was already turned up and already wanting to destroy Greenwood. That became mm-hmm. the focus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know we gonna burn down Little Africa as they called it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when this this started happening, the police officers started deputizing some of the same white men that was in the mob. Mm-hmm. So back at that time, when you know your the need for your police force exceeded the amount of people you had, right? You would the the the, the police officers would uh High civilians get basically. civilians, yeah. yeah, get civilians deputize them. So they start deputizing people that was part of the mob, right? Peep this. The people that they was deputizing were some of the same people that pulled that jack move with the Knights of London. Yeah. The Knights of Liberty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, some exactly. of the same people that took the law in their hand yeah. and pulled that jack move. It's like, nah, nah, nah. We're going to get our own justice on the IWW. Yeah, yeah. They went and went and got them and deputized, deputized them. them and yeah. made them in the police force. Yeah. Come on, man. So... So so then they started mobbing. They looted uh, stores and got what today would be over half a M of guns and ammo. Come on, man. Um, so that was at 10.30. Everything kicked off 10.30 that night, uh, May 31st. By 11 p.m., the Tulsa Air National Guard was... Uh, no, not Air, The Tulsa National Guard was mobilized. Right, right, right. right. Then, like CP said, all everything went crazy. The boys started looting. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Angry white mobs looting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, stealing guns, ammo. Them boys tried to break into the armory. And as the guard, but got blocked. Imagine that. How bold, how bold do you have to be to try to loot an national guard armory bro <laughs> right, right 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 come on man yeah they turned up so 
at this time, uh, it now this is a important point to remember. As they turn it up, okay, police officers are going through and they're uh rounding up all the black men that they see, taking them away for quote unquote safekeeping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know what that means. They taking them away for safekeeping to protect them, but as actual Greenwood district um um citizens would say, that just left us left us defenseless. So now it was number women and babies there when they pulled up on us. Cause every they were they going through taking out a little black men that they see. You know what I'm saying? So um now, so okay, they started mobbing. All right. They started mobbing. Um they um uh, they 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 pulling up on Greenwood, right? Now, a police officer, he, it was it was a police officer um that worked that area back then. His name was Van B. Hurley. Right. <laughs> and he says the Tulsa police officer the at the police time. Police officer said this. So you hear a lot of conspiracy theory and woo woo. Nah, this coming from the a, police officer said this. Says this. He said that planes were used to drop nitroglycerin and kerosene bombs. Imagine how much kerosene they had. If you don't know what kerosene is, kerosene is um, a a flammable substance that's made from petroleum. Mm -hmm. Now, didn't Mm -hmm. we just tell you last episode that Glenpool, all refined, they struck all, number one in the country, Number Imagine one. how much kerosene they really had, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. And was <laughs> you know it was cold. This is just me thinking. This ain't in the book. I'm just thinking. Dang, did they was they using Simon planes? Oh man, come on, man. Cause he was the come plug, on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? He was the plug. We talked about that in the last episode. That his his Simon airline was the plug on the plane. Yeah, his yeah. airline company, Black Man Simon Simon Berry, was his airline company was popping. That uh, wealthy white men would use his airline company to travel. You know what I'm saying? On, so it ain't so, man. bro. It's just like things like that. You know, run through your mind. It's coming from a police officer. So when you look at Black Wall Street, like they weren't necessarily just going, possibly wasn't just going house to house. You know what I mean? They was even coming from the sky. You know, with it as well, right? So. By done, okay, by done, like Jay said, by, by the nighttime, 15,000 plus whites as young as 10 years old had amassed and started raining down on Tulsa, Tulsa's African-American community. Well, let's back you up a little bit because you're talking about 6 o'clock in the morning on June 1st, mm-hmm. right? At 1 o'clock in the morning, the first fire started. Mm. In Greenwood, mm-hmm. on Boston and Archer Street. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, interesting fact: White mob held up the firefighters mm-hmm, mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. going into Greenwood mm-hmm. to stop the fire. Yeah, yeah. They said yeah. at the time, the if they would have let the firefighters get to the fire it was manageable yep. it wasn't yep. to, it wasn't to where it was out of control but they held up the mob the mob held them up mm-hmm. to where they couldn't even get to it and stop the fire that was yeah. one o'clock in the morning yeah also there was a car scene dragging an mm-hmm. African American male mm-hmm. 
that had been killed, dragging him by car mm-hmm. around the town for people to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I was little, when we was little, um, remember we from we from Texas. James Bird. James Bird in Jasper, and Texas. Jasper, Texas, man. Yeah. When we was little in the 90s, it was a man, uh, James Bird, in, in a little town called Jasper, Texas. They um, they uh, tied him to the back of their pickup mm-hmm. and drug him through town. This was in 1990. Right. Yeah. yeah. That dude yeah. just, he got executed the, not too long ago. Oh, so did he? Did they it. did it? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and so um, by 3 a.m., say the National Guard was finally sent right. to stop the riot by 3 a.m. Um, now, that's a tough... When they say the National Guard was sent at 3 a.m., um, you got to understand that that don't mean they came through they didn't get that at 3 Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they didn't come through at 315. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's when they have record of them being deployed. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and because it says by 9.15 a.m. The troops arrived. The troops arrived and martial law was declared at 11.29 a.m. Shortly thereafter, most of the violence ceased. So, gotta think. Less than twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Twenty four hours, bro, is one thousand four hundred forty minutes. Mm. Right, eighty six thousand four hundred seconds. In one thousand four hundred forty minutes, all those multiple fires rage, hundreds of lives lost. A thousand homes lost, two hundred businesses ransacked, looted, churches defaced, destroyed, property losses in the millions, just in Greenwood, bro. Like you gotta, you know, there was a term that they came up with called double barrel devastation. Mm. It was a term that came that came out of the Tulsa riot. Double barrel devastation is when. You lost a home and a business in the riot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Double barrel devastation. You got to think about that. Countless people, a lot of people lost both. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got angry mobs running around looting, bro. Bro, they shot an elderly couple execution style Mm -hmm. as they was praying Mm -hmm. in their house, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... This, this the book is is super real, bro. It describes everything that's going on, like the account that really, really happened, bro. It's it made you feel like you was there, bro. Yeah, you have to read the book. This it's this not one enough. of the ones you got. You got to read it. It's not enough to listen to us. We can never get it all. You know, we can never get it in the account. Today we're gonna stop on the end of the riot, and next week we're gonna go post riot. But. Some of the, like Jay saying some of the pictures and of the stories that they paint doing during the riot riot you know it talks about how the the women and children how the women were were trying to flee and holding on to their babies and dragging the other babies behind them 
you know, um, and they crying and it was no paved roads right. at that time. So they all trying to get to the railroad track to get out of the, the muck and the mud to get ourselves a chance of survival um, while, while running, right? And the whole time that this is happening, they are unaware of where the other family is, right. where their husband is, where their mm-hmm. husband is, where they're going. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, all they got is the clothes. You know, the clothes on their their back. You know what I'm saying at the time. So the author does a great job of painting these these pictures. You know, painting the pictures of you know we'll talk about it more next week. But how he said, doing you know you had doctors. You had lawyers, um, you know, you had teachers, you had business owners, but during the riot, um, you were just another Negro, right? You were just Reduced another Negro to that. and that they would even take pride in, uh, destroying, uh, wealthy houses of wealthy Negroes houses and stuff I like that. You, we gonna talk about that right now? Or we gonna say that for next? We gonna say the details of that oh, for okay, next time. Cool. We we'll say uh, details uh, for that. For imagine, next time. imagine OJ being in Tulsa, same man. Time. You know, this is. The, I'm not black. I'm, I'm OJ. OJ, right? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. That didn't matter in the right, sir. At all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At all. And so, um, so yeah, so this right, so it, so by the time this the sun came up, you also had accounts from other blacks that lived around the Green Deal. Greenwood district saying how they, when they when they walked outside it looked like the world was on fire. Right. You know what I'm saying? Seeing the 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 the, the not skyline but the maybe they did skyline, whatever it is, the the way horizon. the horizon, yeah. the horizon, mm-hmm. seeing the horizon of just smoke. Right. You know what I'm saying? All they see is just smoke from what was once one of the wealthiest uh communities. Well, no. You know, I don't know if we're gonna go into this today, but when they were looting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when they was going in them people house in Greenwood, them people that built up, that was getting money, mm-hmm. that was, you know, uh, black and successful, mm-hmm. when they was going through their house, they started seeing that they had a whole bunch yeah. of stuff yeah. that's what better they doing than with them. This? That's what they would, yeah, yeah. it's good what them, what them Negroes doing mm-hmm. living like this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know they ain't getting money like that. Right. They got right. better stuff than we do right 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 throw that outside and burn that up yeah yeah and you know what i'm saying and like i said we like i said if we want to but it's just too much to unpack in today's episode but make sure you you peep the next week episode because it's even doing the riot because this still technically covers doing the right even doing the riot man it was uh attorneys and doctors who worked hand in hand you know in serving both Black and whites. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was attorneys and, and doctors and stuff that worked hand in hand deserving black and whites. Not only were they uh robbed, looted, um, uh wounded, death, but then some of them was tried after the riot right. on charges oh, yeah. for <laughs> inciting the riot. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the depth of it is just is it's it's insane, man. Um so we want to end the day uh, talking about um, Dr. W. E. B. Du Bois. Right. Um, Dr. Dr. W. E. B. Du Bois. If if you never heard of him, um, even during a riot, because because he was he was 
popping, you know what I'm saying, at this time. You know what I mean? Pan-Africanism, you know what I mean? Um, activism, civil rights, you know, uh, thought leader, boots on the ground. Dr. Dr. W.E.B. Du Bois was about all that. You know what I mean? Interesting fact. <clears throat> a lot of people don't associate him really with civil rights. They should. But they should. <laughs> they um, should. When Corey said the pan-Africanism. So W.E.B. Du Bois, just throw it out to say this and I'll throw it back to you. Mm-hmm. Um, he had what you call a pan-African congress, mm-hmm. which was he held a seminar. Um, was it in Paris? It's in Paris. Yeah, it's he had Paris. a seminar in Paris. Mm-hmm. Pushing for civil rights mm-hmm. for for people of color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was in 1921. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like people normally associate MLK, mm-hmm. maybe Malcolm a little bit, mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey, all that. But this was 1921. W. B. Du Bois was getting it in. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he was the first African American to receive a PhD from Harvard University. Helped found the NAACP and was known worldwide as an intellectual, scholar, writer, and African American activist. In the 1920s, Dr. Du Bois helped organize several international conferences on Pan Africanism. Um, he and Pan Africanism, when we talk about that, it's the it's the belief, the the culture, the thought, the understanding of um, unity of all. African people, right. uh, uh, in, indigenous or just all African people, that that oneness, that unity. Um, he later championed the struggles for independence by African nations in the post World War II era, and um, and recited a Cold War uh, foreign policy uh, and and uh, um, McCarthyism. He died in exile in Ghana, Africa at the age of 95 in 1963. Um, These are words from Dr. Du Bois himself about the riot. He says, I never seen a colored community so highly organized as that of Tulsa. There is complete separation of the races so that a colored town is within the white town. I noticed a block of stores built by white men for Negro businesses. They had long been empty, boycotted by Negroes. The colored people of Tulsa have accumulated property, have established stores and business organizations, and have also made money in oil. They they feel their independent positions and have boasted that in their community, there have been no cases of lynching. With such a state of affairs, it took only a spark to start a dangerous fire. Dr. W. E. B. Du Bois. Um, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for checking us out on this episode. It's a lot. It's deep. Um, it's painful. It's insightful. It's educational. Um, it's a conversation starter. Um, man, share this one. You know what I'm saying? Share, share yeah, this. Share one. this one. Share man. this one. Because it's a lot of people. Every time somebody have a conversation about. Man, the Black Wall Street, man, the Black Wall Street. Every time they bring that up, share the literacy, King, because we're giving you what really, really happened based yeah. on research. We ain't Googling nothing. Nah, 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 nah. This is work. Say, man, this is this one was this work. One work. <laughs> this <laughs> was work. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, like, review, share. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate it greatly. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, the post-riot, man. We're going to be talking about... Um, 
you know how we went from the wealthiest community to uh, being put on a curfew with green cards getting branded sleeping in tents you know what i'm saying um we're gonna talk about um you know who did what you know what what happened to to different what happened to barney you know what i'm saying cleaver after everything what happened to the police congressman what happened to um uh uh, dick Rowland and sarah page you know what i'm saying um follow up yeah follow-ups on everything um and it was people that helped us that's one thing that we do like it is it was it was it was black white jewish people that helped um, yeah, us some allies yeah we had allies you know what i'm saying so we telling facts but it's not a black versus white thing or nothing like that this is just what it was you feel what i'm saying this is this is just what it was and it's important to understand um that especially as everything is going on um right now in the country Jay, you got anything else, man? Um, I was just say, um, I, I'm proud that proud of those 200 yeah. African American dudes. Yeah, I'm proud of the other people that was from Mus- Muskogee, Oklahoma, that mm-hmm. was on the way and yeah. got side, they got you know clipped Stop. off. Yeah. Stop. I'm proud of them. Straight up. It could have been real easy. It could have real easily laid down. For sure. Most people that's African American right now that's getting money ain't trying to get their hands dirty mm. for their people. Mm. Mm. Most people that's getting money right now, African American would have said, oh man, that's that boy. Mm-hmm. He should never got caught up with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. say mine. Because they didn't know no facts. They weren't waiting for the facts. You it know wasn't what I'm saying? Time. That happened yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, Swift. Yeah. You know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So shout out to them for saying, no, that's that's our boy. You know, you can't just do him like, like that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We going to let us let us sort it out. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, let us sort it out. Y'all ain't finna give him this vigilante justice. Yeah. Shout out to them. Salute them for that. Yeah. Say, this is uh, season three. Black Wall Street from Ride to Renaissance by Hannibal Johnson. I'm Corey Paul with my dog Jay with the NBA. We are the Literacy Kings. We see y'all next week for another episode. Love. Love. Now, reading is fundamental. Fundamental.